Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We're continuing through the Gospel of Mark in the ninth chapter. And in the previous episode, we saw where Jesus and Peter, James, and John had come off a mountain where Jesus had been transfigured. And the disciples were down there, and there was a large crowd there. And apparently the disciples and the scribes were arguing over something, <clears throat> something that happened. And so we saw a bit of the account, uh, well, most of the account yesterday in Mark 9. Today I want to go to Matthew 17 and maybe Luke 9 and get some more detail and see how this ends, okay? Matthew 17, verse 14 says this. When they came to the crowd, a man came up to Jesus, falling on his knees before him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and is very ill, and he often falls into the fire and often into the water. Well, <laughs> this is a little bit different attitude that we saw with uh, Mark, right? Because Mark gave the count and said uh, one from the crowd answered when Jesus says, what are y'all talking about? And he says, teacher, I brought you my son possessed of the spirit. Remember that? And he talked about how it seized him. And he said, I told your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Here, Matthew gives us, I think, even uh, far more insight into the attitude that was going on in this guy because he falls on his knees before him. Well, that's a different thing, isn't it? <clears throat> he fell on his knees before the Lord, and then he asked for mercy. Well, we see the same mercy over in Mark because he says, you know, we have pity on us. If there's anything that you can do, you know, if, if it's possible. And so now he's asking for mercy, and then he tells why. Because his son is a lunatic. Luna, what's that? Moon. It's literally the Greek word. It means moonstruck. You know, you thought that was just something that came out of songs or something, huh? And, you know, often people say, well, that's, you know, in the description we saw previously, it's like an epileptic seizure. Well, yeah, there is that idea, and you see that like that, but there's more to it than that, okay? Here in this case, it's an unclean spirit, and it's a demon. And the Father knows it, and he says to Jesus, he calls him Lord, so he's acknowledging that he believes. And he says, have mercy. So he's acknowledging that the source of healing, the source of release is the Lord. Because his son is a lunatic, he's very ill. Then he describes what happens. Sometimes he falls in the fire. Sometimes he falls in the water. We saw that at uh, Mark. Because uh, uh, the father says that he was, uh, the spirit would do that to him to try to destroy him. Then verse 16 in Matthew, the father says this. I brought him, the son, to your disciple, and they could not cure him. So, again, don't you know the disciples are going, you know, they're not excited about this. Verse 17, and Jesus answered and said, You unbelieving and perverted generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I put up with you? Bring him here to me. <clears throat> that, I mean, that that's, that's a harsh word, is it not? It's not exactly the type of response that you expect. So is he speaking again? As I mentioned previously, is he speaking to the Father? Is he speaking to his disciples? Is he speaking to these scribes here? Is he speaking to the crowd? I mean, there's all sorts of things here. Uh, he's speaking to all of them, folks. <clears throat> and he's addressing 
their unbelief. And he's addressing their sin, perverted generation. And he's letting them know, I'm not going to be here with you forever. You know, he said, I'm not going to be able to, I'm not going to be putting up uh, with you forever and your unbelief. Verse 18, and Jesus rebuked him and the demon came out of him and the boy was cured at once. Well, we saw what happened in Mark. And Jesus asked a couple of questions, told the demon to come out. The demon put on his show, you know, tried to scare everybody. Everybody thought the boy was dead. But he wasn't. So watch this in Matthew. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not drive it out? Now notice the disciples came privately. They didn't ask this in front of everybody else. Which, you know, we understand that. Do we not? Yeah. And Jesus said to them, verse 20, Because of the littleness of your faith. For truly I say to you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible to you. Verse 21, but this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. This kind of what? Well, there's a kind of demon. There's a hierarchy within demons. There's certain things. And so Jesus, what had he been doing on the mountaintop when he was transfigured, remember? He'd been praying, exactly. And when you see Jesus' life in the gospel, you see that it had a pattern of practice and behavior of prayer and of <clears throat> fasting. So he's letting them know. He said the reason that this, you could not deal with this, is because of your lack of faith. Over in Mark, verse 28, Mark, listen to this. When Jesus came into the house, his disciples began questioning privately, why could we not drive it out? And he said to them, this kind cannot come out by anything but prayer. Now notice right here that uh, in Mark, Mark says it's about prayer, and Matthew says it's prayer and fasting. When you read the math, Matthew verse, verse 21, it'll have brackets around this kind of stuff, and uh, It'll say something like, well, you know, this verse doesn't appear in some of the earlier manuscripts. Well, that's true. But it does appear in some of the other earlier manuscripts. And the same truth appears here in Mark 29. So quite often people will sit there and say, well, you don't pay attention to that verse because of that. Well, that's not true. You do give heed to that verse. So what are we to learn from this? What are we to glean from this? What are we to understand? Okay. <clears throat> that if we have faith, if we have the faith of the mustard seed, then nothing would be impossible. The reason they couldn't heal this young boy, the reason the disciples couldn't cast out this demon out of him, was because of the littleness of their faith. He didn't say you didn't have faith. He said because of the littleness of your faith. They didn't have the faith the size of a mustard seed, so they had little, little faith. But he said if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, then do this and it will happen. Remember what Jesus had said to the dad <coughs> when the dad said, hey, have mercy upon us, have pity upon us, if there's anything you can do? And Jesus says, if you can, all things are possible to those who believe. That's what the question is, folks. Do you believe? Do you believe? And then will you move within that belief? Will you move within that faith? even if it's the size of a mustard seed, will you move 
will you do that little thought that crosses your mind that you all of a sudden think, well, there's no way that that can actually work. There's no way I can do that. Have faith. Press in and press on, okay? Uh, I think this is really an important word for us, uh, particularly the season we're in right now. There's a lot of uh, illness and sickness and disease and things that are going worldwide right now. A lot of it, uh, well, I'll put it this way, all of it, uh, at the hand of the evil one, working hand in glove with evil men. Do we believe that God wants to use his body to bring forth healing and complete restoration? Do we believe that he will use us? Do you believe that? If you believe, then step forth in faith and watch what the Lord does. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you for your time. I'll see you next episode.